Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Halfway home on this Tuesday evening. 404-741-0929. Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Honestly, app is how you catch us on the go. Social media at 19 on the game. I'm at JMCH316 on Twitter. Hey, uh, NFL training camp is opened up, and it begins all this week. Baldy's Breakdowns has a, a special live podcast that was released on Monday, yesterday, at uh, 10 a.m. Brian Baldinger, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, <clears throat> excuse me, dissect uh, all the storylines that will be uh, shaking up uh, – uh, training camp. Uh, so get ready for the season with Baldy's breakdowns on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. We'll get to that's life here in about 20 minutes from right now. We uh, had a real good conversation with Vince Russo. We'll play that at 940 for you. So lots to get into. Braves up five to one right now. But today, training camp officially opened. The veterans uh, reported today, right? We played you a whole bunch of audio, you know, from earlier. Look, hope springs eternal, right? Every NFL team is now in camp and everybody's in the same boat and everybody's zero and zero and we get ready for a new NFL season. And look, there's there's nothing like the NFL, right? It's it is the ultimate needle mover in sports. You know, even when the Falcons are bad, the NFL moves the needle, right? And and it's just it is what it is. The, the NFL does such a great job of always creating content year-round, whether it's the draft, whether whatever it is, the draft or free agency, the combine. I mean, think about that. Even the combine just blows up, and everybody wants to watch guys run and lift weights and stuff like that to get ready to get drafted, right? And then draft night gets here, and there's – there's nothing like NFL draft night. The NFL has it all figured out, right? And we'll get the Hall of Fame game this weekend and the induction ceremony, all kinds of great stuff. 
that that's that's coming with it, right? The Falcons, of course, this year are going to be challenged. Now, look, I do believe they will. I do believe they will go above the betting line of four and a half. So everybody pretty much has them as a four and a half favorite right now, or, or that's their over under, I should say, betting odds four and a half. I do think the Falcons will go over that. I think it's going to be six, could be five, but I think five or six, that is where the Falcons are going to end up. Maybe if things really go well, they get back to seven this year. I don't think their roster is going to allow them to get past even seven wins. So I think five to seven is realistic with six being my number. And last year we nailed it. We told you seven and ten last year. We nailed it dead on, okay? And I'm not throwing hyperbole out here about Oh, well, the Falcons could win 9, 10, 11, 12 games. No, their roster is not very good. It starts with the quarterback, way too much flux at quarterback. You don't know what that position is going to look like. You have a rookie and a guy who's never proven much of anything, you know, in his NFL career. He's on his third team in seven years and was the number two overall draft pick. That's not a recipe for success in the NFL. So quarterback is a massive a massive um, hole that we haven't had to worry about in what, how long did Matt play? 14 years, 14 seasons? <clears throat> we haven't had to worry about in 14 seasons the idea of finding another quarterback. Now you have to find your quarterbacks. Maybe you found them, maybe you didn't. History probably tells you you haven't found them just because of the, the roll of the dice. You don't usually get that lucky and just go from one quarterback to the next franchise quarterback, right? Doesn't happen very often in NFL history. So every position, you know, you have you have a lot of questions at at most positions, positional groups wise, you know, what's the best? Maybe they're secondary, maybe they're linebackers. I, I don't know. What what is the Falcons' best positional group right now? Hard to kind of pin down exactly what what that is right now. You know, the corners are pretty good. But is the secondary as a whole going to be good? Is our nickel corner going to be good? Is Oliver, did Oliver play well last year, or did he just kind of have a, a lucky year? Are our safeties going to give us something, right? I trust our two outside corners. It's everything else after that that, that uh, I have issues with. Wide receivers, tons of questions. No real bona fide star. Tight ends, yeah, you think Pitts is going to be the guy, but, you know, let's see. You know, I, I I was going through red zone numbers. You know, he had 14 red zone targets last year in 17 games. Day-Day, ask me how many catches he had on those 14 targets. How many did he have on those targets? Four. Mm. He had four catches in the red zone last year. Four. And I don't want to hear about double teams. I don't want to hear about it's Matt's fault. It's everybody's fault. It, it, it's partly Matt's. It's partly the coaches. It's partly Kyle Pitts. All good players get double teamed. Day-Day, ask me who, who led the NFL in red zone targets and red zone touchdowns. Who? Cooper Cup had 37 targets and 13 touchdowns. He had, he had one less touchdown than Pitts had red zone attempts. Only one player in the league with at least 14 red zone attempts had a lower catch percentage 
than Pitts did last year. Because Pitts was four for 14. Only one guy that had that many attempts or more had a lower percentage of catching. So everything's got to get better. They have to be a better red zone offense. They have to run the football more effectively. They have to block more effectively. They have to sack the quarterback more effectively. They have to cover more effectively. They have to stop the run more effectively. There's nothing that you can pinpoint and say, hey, the Falcons do this really well. Nothing. Nothing that says, hey, this is where the Falcons are really good. You know, maybe their cover corners are going to be pretty good. I think that they are adding Hayward. But that's the area I think that that that's kind of yeah. going to be solid, that, yeah. the, the, the corners. I, yeah. I, I, think that's your, I think that's your real strength mm-hmm. is your two cover corners. Out like there. you said, especially yep. adding Hayward, yeah. Yep. I think that is. And, you know, after that, there's a lot of upside. Hawkins and Grant could be good safeties. I like what they've done with the pass rush. At least they've got guys who should be able to sack the quarterback. Ebby Cady, Lorenzo Carter, you know, we'll see what Evans and Kiewitkowski and Anderson, will Debo be here, Michael Walker. You know, I think their linebacker core can be solid. Their wide receivers, I like the potential. Look, you've got a, a top 10 pick in Drake London. I like Auden Tate. Maybe he can do something. Maybe he's a bust. I like Edwards, who they got from the Raiders. Maybe he's going to do something. Maybe he's a bust. The running backs, maybe Tyler Algier will be something. Maybe he'll be a bust. You know, Patterson is a, a really good guy to have, but Patterson, Patterson's not going to line up and run it 250 times. If he does, he'll get snapped in half. Not, a, not, a, not an every down running back to line up and, and run it with. But they used him very effectively last year. Offensive line. Can the offensive line be worse than what it was? I don't know. Jalen Mayfield can't go anywhere but up. I mean, if he's the worst, if Jalen Mayfield is the worst offensive lineman in the NFL, then he'll match his production from last year because that's what he was last year, the worst offensive lineman in the league. So I, I think that there'll be more. But you think about the Super Bowl team and that team that came back the year after. There literally wasn't a spot up for grabs. There literally wasn't a position that they had to fi- they had to figure out after the Super Bowl year, right? They came into seventeen locked and loaded and ready to go. Well, that's not where we're at now. They have very few things figured out, you know. And if Debo goes, I mean, that's going to be a very interesting move, you know, to to see Deion Jones move on, whether he plays for the Cowboys or they release him or they do who knows. I mean. We'll see. I don't. I don't think Deion Jones is playing against the Atlanta Falcons. I, I'm in that camp. I think. I think we've seen the last of Deion Jones in Atlanta Falcons uniform. And so that will get really thin at that point, right? At that point, you know, how many guys will be left over from the Super Bowl team? Grady, because Josh Harris is gone. Debo's gone. Would be gone. How many guys will be left? You know, obviously Matt and everybody. Jay, it'll be Jake and Grady. That'll be it. That'll be the last two guys from the Super Bowl team. Jake and Grady will be it. So I I hope, I hope this is not two or three wins. Because I'll be honest with you, I want the Falcons to win. I don't care about draft picks and all that. I'll worry about draft and draft picks and all that when all the dust settles and clears. I want my football team to win. That's my thing. I want my football team to win. And I know sometimes to take a step or two forward, 
you have to take a step or two back, right? I get that. I understand that. But I want my football team to win. I never wanted Deshaun Watson. I never, I didn't want Deshaun Watson. I didn't think that was realistic. I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with the plan that they're on. I think we're coached really well. I think that's one of our advantages too. And I think Dean Pease and Arthur Smith will coach this team. I, I know they'll coach better than what we were coaching the Dan Quinn era. That I can tell you 100% for sure. I, I know we're better coached than we were during that era of Falcons football. Falcons won because they had a lot of talent. They got a lot out of their talent that they had and were able to, to out-talent some teams. And they had a great offensive mind in 16 that just it blew up the league, right? So I hope the Falcons are not one of the worst teams in the league. You know, if they are, I mean, look, I'm going to watch every game, watch every week, right? You hope your NFL team is going to be good. You know, I'm ready to get back to being the hunted, right? I'm ready to get back to those years where, you know, when, you know, in the early, in the first few years of Mike Smith, when you knew that this team would be a playoff team. And then, you know, as you went from Mike Smith into Dan Quinn, you felt like this team could find its way in the Super Bowl, right? That the talent was there. Could they get over some of this? And then, of course, 16, they get to the Super Bowl and everything came together and then it just didn't happen. And the, obviously this franchise would look totally different if they had that Super Bowl championship that you could walk into Flowery Branch and see that trophy, that Lombardi trophy sitting there. But alas, it it didn't happen. So I'm, I'm ready for football season. Um, I'm ready to see what this Falcons team looks like. I'm kind of tired of talking about the offseason. I, I think we've broken down the offseason on this show 75 ways to Sunday. I've, I've told you my camp battles, I'm looking at right tackle, I'm looking at middle linebacker, I'm looking at center. It's my three spots. When the preseason hits, I want to watch the wide receivers. I want to watch the wide receivers in live game action, not just practicing and catching footballs. I want to see them when other guys are lining up and covering them. How good of a job can those guys get open? And by the way, everybody's going to play this preseason. That's going to be something different is that everybody's going to play this preseason, right? Not going to be holding back a whole bunch of guys, you know, because of, you know, whatever, veterans or this. No, guys are going to play now. Guys are going to play. You don't have Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and guys like that to fall back on. Everybody's going to play now. So that's going to be refreshing, right, to see that happen out there. But I, I'm, I'm curious. I want to see what this team looks like. I, I, I'm ready for it. You know, and we'll take it good, bad, or otherwise. And, you know, we'll be here every week. The plan is right now I'll be with you to do the um, Wait for Tailgate show on Sunday. You know, so be out there with him. And then, you know, we'll talk about it through the week and this and the other. We'll plan on lining up Tori again for, you know, this season and, and talking to her on a weekly basis. So I'm, I'm ready and excited. This is our time of the year. But, you know, obviously this is a different feel to this Falcons team than we've had in a really long time. This is a, a different animal altogether that you have some really key spots on your squad that you just don't have answers to. Start with quarterback and go from there. A lot more questions than, than we have answers right now. JC, I, and I will say this. Being out there today, I know we only heard from the four guys, but – in hearing from them, I felt like there was a sense of urgency in everyone to sure. to like this can't last. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like this this cannot be who this can't be our 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 identity more than what it has been 
and we got to fix this right now. I, you, I really did feel that just by hearing those four guys talk today. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, you know, quickly, it, it, you know, look, guys want to win. Guys are playing for jobs. Guys are playing for contracts. You know, this team has not done a good job of developing enough players to get a second contract. Guys want contracts. Right. Guys want to play in the league. They would prefer to play for a winner, too. They right. prefer to not play for a slug. Exactly. And, and right now, we're a slug. Right. I mean, we are. Yep. You know, that's that's why when when that's why when we talk about why are we signing Bears players and stuff like that, I want to win. I, I want winning organizations to influence. I don't want slug organizations influencing what I do. Right. See, that's the thing. That's what people can't wrap their arms around. I don't want other slug organizations influencing what my organization does. does yes. And when I see Ryan Pace and all the Bears players, that tells me we're, we're looking down that rabbit hole. I don't care if they are in one-year deals. I want to win every year. I'm not giving up this year right. just for the sake of giving it up. Mm-hmm. All right, when we get back, be time for That's Life. A uh, baseball card is about to break the all-time auction record, plus a big birthday that ties into our top ten. It's all next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, the Game, Odyssey.com app. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you on the John Chuckery Show. 923 live in the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at uh, 929 The Game. I'm at JMCH316. Hey, all the sports, music, news, and podcasts you want are all free on the Odyssey app. Download it today. Get to our top ten here in um, in just a uh, just a few minutes. But um, so I I sent you this picture, Day Day. I sent you a um, yeah. yeah. I sent you this this picture, and um, so <laughs> I saw this on Twitter. You can only pick. It's a picture with all black comedians. You can only mm-hmm. pick four. Black comedians. I'm gonna run through the list real quick here. Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Griffin, Eddie Murphy, John Witherspoon, Jamie Foxx, Chris Rock, D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, Kevin Hart, Mike Epps, Steve Harvey, Paul Mooney, Charlie Murphy, Bill Bellamy, Tracy Morgan, Ari Spears, Cat Williams, Chris Tucker, um, uh, Carrie Holcomb, Robin Harris, uh, Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle. Bill Cosby, Don Curry, Tony Rock, Ricky Smiley, Whoopi Goldberg, Wanda Sykes, Tiffany Haddish, and Monique. Now, I got to be honest with you, this list was not very hard for me. For you, really? Yeah. Now, let's talk about a couple quick things, okay? Uh-huh. And, and I and there's some of these I like, but there is no way in a top four. First off, that Kevin Hart's going to be one of your top four. No, no. And yeah. as, as funny as he is, uh, no, he's, he's not, not funny one of, in No, movies. he's not one He of doesn't movies. make any funny movies, okay? <laughs> um, with all due respect to Whoopi Goldberg yeah. and Monique and even Tiffany Haddish, I like all three of them. They ain't, they ain't in the stratosphere of, of everybody else that's on this list, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I like D.L. Hughley. Okay. okay. Ain't no way he's in the list of some of these guys yeah. that are on here. Yeah, I'm okay? with you. I'm with you. Um, some of these, you know, look, I, I don't know much about Curry. Ricky Smiley's all right. Tony Rock. Like, those guys are not making the list, right? Right. Okay. So, who's your four? So, uh, I'll start from the bottom. Uh, because to me, let me just say, uh-huh. there are two that have to be on your list. Like, there's, there's two absolutely positively no brainers on this list i i and i think i know who you you're okay, gonna say let, who let's, they are let's see, let's see your but i have a feeling one of them's not on there okay that's fine. all right all right so bottom bottom of it for me believe it or not is bill bellamy okay um, bill bellamy to me is a very funny dude you really got to see his stuff when he was younger um then after him i got cat williams cat williams is hilarious to okay me. um then dave chappelle okay and then Richard Pryor. Okay. Um, you got one of the two. I, 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 okay. yeah, <laughs> I figured. That, okay. There, there is, with all due respect, uh-huh. and I'm saying this with all due respect, 
There ain't no way, if you have four comedians to pick on this list, mm-hmm. that Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy aren't two of those comedians. Yeah. Well, Th- those two yeah, have, I, listen to me, those two have to be on your list. Richard Pryor stand up is some of the best yeah, stuff ever done, really ever. Really ever, 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 <laughs> ever, ever, ever. The bit, did ever. You, did you ever see the one where he talked about breaking in the house yes. and the Doberman pictures? I'm telling you. <laughs> Like, you, you have to have yes, Richard Pryor on yes. your list. There's no way you can't have Richard Pryor. And I'll be honest with you, nobody made better movies in, in through the middle age. I mean, Eddie Murphy was yeah. the man. Yeah, he was. Ed, Eddie Murphy at his peak, yeah. and this is, why I, this is why I say this, I still think Eddie Murphy has one more movie in him. And I don't mean Beverly yeah. Hills Cop 9 or something ridiculous like that. I'm yeah. talking about he's got one more of those in He's too good and too funny in this world. He needs the right writers with yes. him. Yes, like they and, need to come yeah. up with a movie because Eddie's, to me, Eddie's got one more in him. Now, I've got, here's my other two. Mm-hmm. Red Fox. I had a feeling you'd have Red Fox yeah, on Red, there. Red yeah. Fox is, his stand-up is hilarious and as blue as could be. Right. And there ain't no show ever funnier than Sanford and Son. Right. Sanford and Son is the funniest show ever made. It is. Okay. It is. Who do you think my fourth one is? Uh, I would probably say your fourth one might be uh, Paul Mooney. No, you know what? And I know this is not going to be popular. Uh-huh. Very few people in this world that have been funnier than Bill Cosby. He and, is, yeah. And, he's and got underst- some good stand-ups. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But Cosby, yeah, his stand-up and yeah. his shows. They really were, yeah. I, I mean, there are – I'm not sure that there are – Many people in my lifetime that have been more. And now look, he's a scuzz bag, low life, dirt bag, flea bag. Right. And I and I wish he would rot in jail for what he's done. Right. I got no issue with him sitting in jail, but I can separate his work from what he is. Yeah. And his work is outstanding. But I'm gonna be honest with you, ain't no way, white guy, brother, Latino, whatever. Uh-huh. If you ain't got Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy on your list, man, yeah, you got no soul. Yeah. <laughs> You got no soul. That's all I can take. You got no soul uh, in your in your I got stand. you. I got you. All right. Um, do you know what the Choco Taco is from Klondike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know they're going to discontinue it. After 40 years, Klondike is getting rid of the chocolate taco. Uh, a representative for Klondike said that um, it's been entirely discontinued in July due to an unprecedented spike in a demand for a different Klondike product over the past couple of years. So no more frozen kind of taco ice cream kind of thing. That was never a thing for me anyway, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I think they're really good. I'd rather have the original drumstick even yeah. more than the chocolate taco. Yeah. Like I, I, I'd have to have the drums, like the, the, the old-fashioned the yep. drumstick and all that. I, I prefer that over the taco. Yeah. But the taco is sort of inventive with the way that it, <laughs> that it is. But but I, I get that. I, I, I understand that. Oh, oh, by the way, there is one up on eBay right now for $1,000. Really? A chocolate taco, one of the chocolate Klondike tacos, 1000 bucks on eBay. Wow. Yeah. People Jeez. always trying to cash in. Yeah, man. People like... always want to cash in, brother. We got to figure this out, Chuck. I'm with you. <laughs> Speaking of cashing in. There is an auction that's going on through the 27th of August for what is considered to be one of the only three mint condition 1952 tops Mickey Mantle cards. 
Now, technically, it's not his rookie card because he had a 51 Bowman. Right. But the 52 Topps Mantle is the gold standard of all baseball cards along with the Hannes Wagner T23 or what the tobacco Hannes Wagner. But the Mickey Mantle card is the gold standard of what everybody wants in their collection. Because okay. it is the first set tops ever made, right. first set under the tops brand. It's a rare card. It's a beautiful picture. It's his first tops issue. It's a magnificent card. Okay. And this card is a nine and a half grade. It's already up to around seven million. The highest auction ever was six point six million for the nineteen oh nine Hannes Wagner card that sold about a year ago. This thing is already surpassing it, and they expect it to get over ten million dollars for a baseball card. Wow. Ten million dollars. This was by Alan Rosen the guy known as Mr. Mint, mm-hmm. big card collector. He found it in a collection. He died several years ago. But Mr. Mint used to be on Good Morning America right. and Today and all that. Uh, and Alan Rosen wasn't exactly the most. Uh, but anyway, that I'll, I'll save all that. But <laughs> um, but this is one of what's, what's, what's thought to be only three cards that qualifies mint condition Mickey Mouse. And it's going to be over 10. Think about that. Over $10 million. For, for a, a baseball, baseball card. card. A piece of paper. For yes. a picture. For a piece of cardboard. <laughs> Unbelievable. I know it's Mickey Mantle. I know it's the Holy Grail, but holy smokes. Yeah. All right. Uh, quickly here. Happy birthday today to Mick Jagger. I will tell you this, Day Day. Uh-huh. Ready? Yep. Hot take. Mick Jagger's the best front man in music history. He's the best front man in music history. Nobody I've heard is that. better than I've Mick heard, Jagger. I've heard that argument many of times. And I've I've never got a chance to see him live, but just watching videos of live performances, I can understand why. Have you ever, and listen, I know you're kind of a music guy, and I, I didn't know if this list was going to throw you off or anything like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. But have you ever seen the Stones in concert? No, never got a chance to see them okay. live. Like I said, only only had the chance to watch a lot of okay. live videos. But you've heard their music oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I saw the Stones. Here's my theory. Mm-hmm. You only need to see the Rolling Stones once. Okay. Okay. So you can say you saw them. I saw them in 19, what would that have been? 1989, okay. November of 89, Cleveland Municipal Stadium, Steel Wheels Tour, um, Living Color opened for them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That was, it was tremendous. And again, the pyrotechnics, the floats when they did Honky Tonk Women right. popped up. Only McCartney was a better concert that I've ever been to. Okay. They were phenomenal. I mean, it's phenomenal. And when I look back, I was only, oh, God, I was only 17. Right. Then, because I didn't turn 18 until December. Because 89, I'd have been, it had been December before I was 18. Right. This was in November of 89. So I was 17 years old. I wish I would have seen that show as an adult. And, And, with all due respect, I'm not interested in seeing the Stones now at 300 years old. <laughs> right. But in 89, different deal. Yeah. yeah. You know? But I am thrilled that yeah, I they got still, to see Yeah, they them. still had a lot. I mean, granted, they oh, still absolutely. perform with energy, but the well, energy back then. First in off, 89. they were all alive. Yeah. First, first yeah. off, Charlie Watts wasn't dead. Bill Wyman right. wasn't dead. It was the, it was the not the original lineup because Brian Jones had been dead, but the Ron Wood version right. of the Rolling Stones. So they had their 
their most famous lineup maybe right. was still all intact. Right. But it was phenomenal. And, and it's one of those concerts that you, you I'll never forget in my life, gotcha. like how good it was. Keith Richards had a cigarette lit the entire <laughs> concert. They played for over two hours. He never not had a cigarette. <laughs> never not had a cigarette. Either drag. They played Gimme Shelter. Uh-huh. They had three black girls that were the backup singers right. for Gimme Shelter. Mick goes over and starts making out with one of the girls. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the, and the people around me, I got contact high. Like there was so much dope, so much marijuana that was being passed around. I wasn't doing any, but right, the smoke, right. I mean, got me high. It was right. so much smoke at this concert. It was fabulous. Loved wow. it, loved it, loved it. So with that, our top ten, and I wondered if you could do this or not. I, not yeah, yeah. Not oh, yeah. But top ten favorite Stone songs of all time. All right, so you actually named a few of them. Um, and part of it, believe it or not, I, when I first got in radio, I worked at 96 Rock. So okay. a lot of my Stone's right. knowledge right. came from working right. there. But uh, Angie, uh, ten. Hot Stuff, nine. Beast of Burden, eight. Start Me Up, Painted Black, uh, Doo Doo Doo. Oh, yeah, Heartbreak. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, okay. the, the video for that song yes. is what really like yes. got me into that song. Yeah. Um, Havana Moon. Wow, nice. Yes. Uh, Jumping Jack Flash, Satisfaction, and my favorite of all time, Miss You. That that guitar. I love that. Charlie Watts had a great saying. Uh huh. That song was. That song inspired so many songs around that era. Mm-hmm. Charlie Watts had the famous line of, there's a load of misuse out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because misuse is tremendous. That, is. That, that's actually my favorite album, okay. is, is, is misuse. Some Girls is, is right. the album. It's got that. They did their, they did their version of um, um, Ain't Too Proud to Beg and mm-hmm. all that, of The Temptations. Yeah. Yeah. Miss You is, uh, is one of my favorites. But Some Girls is my favorite album okay. of the Stones. It's that very disco Influenced right. album and all that, so I'm with you. Miss You is tremendous. Yeah, I mean the instruments on that, that might is be just... my number two because okay. I've got a clear, 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 clear cut number one for okay. me. So I've got Gimme Shelter as well. That okay. song is just riveting. Jumping yeah. Jack Flash is on my list. Um, Satisfaction, Satisfaction might be the most famous opening guitar riff mm-hmm. ever in music. Yeah. As soon as you hear dun 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 dun, everybody knows what song that is. Everybody knows what song that is. Honky Tonk Women, love that song. One of the great party songs of all time. Um, I've actually got two songs Mm -hmm. that Keith Richards sang. Okay. Okay. I just can't be seen, which is on Steel Wheels. Love that song. Love that song. And then of course, Little T and A. I'll yes. let you understand. Yeah, I'll let yeah, you figure yeah, out a little yeah, tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my little rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. um, Paint It Black. Yep. Um, Miss You is on my list as well. Okay. Their most underrated song. Okay. Mixed Emotions. Loved Mixed Emotions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Steel I Wheels remember, album, yeah. Tremendous song. Yeah. And my absolute, positively, no-brainer, no doubt, without question, number one, Brown Sugar. Okay. Love Brown Sugar. And... It's in one of my favorite movies. That's where I really got in love with it. Is it's in Nighthawks with Sylvester, with Sylvester Stallone, Stallone and Billy D. Williams. Yes, yeah, yeah. Brown Sugar is absolutely my favorite Stone yeah. song of all time. So yeah. Hit us up with your favorites as well. When we come back, Vince Russo. 
joined us earlier in the show. We'll talk about the state of the WWE with him. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Radio the Game, Odyssey.com app. I'm going to change that tune. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show, live in the Key Studios, Tuesday night with you, 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 929 game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow me on my Twitter page at JMCH316. Still continue to talk about the fallout with uh, what's going on with WWE as they get ready for what I think is their second biggest pay-per-view of the year in SummerSlam and lots of storylines going on. Let's set up the waitfor.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. We've had a chance to talk to this gentleman before. He was right there as the head writer of the WWE during the Attitude Era, worked directly with Vince McMahon. Vince Russo is joining us here. You can follow Vince on Twitter at the Vince Russo and check out his uh, website, Russo'sBrand.com. You can check out his Patreon page as well. Lots of great content, lots of different podcasts that he does, wrestling and beyond. So, Check it out at Russo'sBrand.com. And Vince, man, appreciate, man. Thanks for a few minutes in Atlanta. I guess I should ask, can we get Jock Peterson back from y'all, by the way? Because uh, we could use another outfielder right about now. Hey, bro, I got to tell you something. I was just in Atlanta last week, and I went to the Otani game. Uh-huh. I cannot tell you how impressed I was with the ballpark and the surrounding atmosphere. I mean, you know, bro, listen, I, I've been a baseball fan, you know, my, my whole entire life. And, man, what you guys got going there with the Braves and that stadium and the fan base and the atmosphere, wow, man. It was, uh, you know, I, I'm not a Braves guy, but uh, I had a very, very, very enjoyable evening. It, it's pretty obvious, isn't it, Vince, why they moved out of downtown where they were, where there was no environment, and they built and created that whole thing, that battery and everything. It. It's pretty amazing. I get that same reaction from everybody when they come in town. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable, man. It is definitely an event. It is definitely a happening. And, uh, man, you guys have done a tremendous job with that, man. Tell me a little bit about how difficult you think this decision was. I, I know they're a publicly traded company now, WWE, and you have stockholders and an executive board and everything. And actually one of the guys – the guy that runs the Atlanta Hawks is on the WWE uh, uh, board. How difficult do you think this was for Vince to have to just relinquish this? You, you've you worked with him directly. How tough was this decision? Listen, man, I, I, I've got to be honest with you because, yes, I did work with Vince directly, and not only did I work with him directly, I was very, very close to him for a couple of years. I would go as far as to say I was attached to the hip you know, being the head writer, you know, for the WWE. And I got to tell you something, bro. Like, if we're just going to shoot straight here, if anybody out there really believes that Vince McMahon is retired, bro, <laughs> I've got these magic beans for you. And if you plant them in the back, a beanstalk will grow. And if you climb that beanstalk, there will be a very scary giant Bro, no way, no how is Vince retired. Obviously, bro, they had to get him out of there. 
He could not be backstage at Raw. He could not be in his office. Obviously, he had to, you know, become quite small, um, which, which led to the announcement of the retirement. But listen, man, let, let's be honest. If you do not think Vince McMahon is pulling the strings, every single string he did before, you're out of your mind, bro. Because if you think Vince McMahon is playing bridge or Mahjong or <laughs> walking on the beach or reading a book, you are out of your mind. All Vince McMahon knows is the WWE. And even though he is out of sight right now, I guarantee you he is still calling every day-to-day shot. Well, and Vince, I mean, his daughter is the, the co-CEO. Triple H is now running creative and talent relations. Bruce is still there running all the TV I mean, you know, look, everybody that's directly connected at the hip to Vince is there not going anywhere. I mean, you know, I don't know what the future of Kevin Dunn is, but he's still there. I'm with you. Like, I don't I don't know how you could have all of those people in place and not think that Vince isn't still going to direct and navigate the ship with where their direction heads. You know, I, I, I mentioned it last week before any of this hit, um, you know, as far as the retirement. I mean, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. I even said there is no way Vince McMahon can still go to Raw and can still go to SmackDown. Bro, can you imagine being a female talent and next thing you know, Vince McMahon wants to meet with you in his office? No, like, no, there's no way he could have continued to be hands-on under the the circumstances. So there was no doubt in my mind, they got to get him out of there. But um, they got him out of there, but, oh, my gosh, come on, man. Every move they make, every decision they make, you know, whether it's Triple H or Stephanie or Nick Khan or, you know, Kevin Dunn, everything is still going through them. Former head writer for WWE, Vince Russo, joining us here on the WaitFord.com hotline. I've heard this. I've heard some people talk about this, that some people that were around Vince, and especially even when when you were there, um, that this – it's not that they don't believe that these things happen, but it didn't seem like that that was the Vince McMahon that, that they were around that got mixed up in some of these things. Are you surprised at hearing? I mean, maybe not surprised, but, you know, I mean, what was your reaction when you heard that he's paying hush money to all these people for these various, you know, affairs and things going on? You you know, I I really have to separate the business, uh, the professional from the personal. And I got to tell you, if you're asking me my honest opinion, and listen, I'm not the guy that's looking to be rehired by the WWE and, I got to watch my P's and Q's of what I say. Uh, you know, I, I earn my living, thank God, on Russo'sBrand.com. I don't need to work for Vince or the WWE again. But if you want me to be 1,000% honest, I, I was really overcome with a feeling of disappointment. I, 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 I was really, really disappointed in hearing all that. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised. But it's funny because, you know, I left in around September, October of 1999. 
it seems like none of this happened till about five or six years later. And it seemed a lot of this happened around the WWE diva search. So this stuff was not happening with Vince when I was there. And, you know, to, to, to just hear of these stories now, five years after the fact, I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I'm, I'm just really, really, really disappointed. I'm, I, I really am. And, and, you know, it's interesting, Vince, because that's what I keep hearing from different people. And, and, and we've had, you know, a couple of folks on the show and, and I listen to different podcasts and stuff. And just everybody seems like, you know, that once it got the plane and the billionaire and, you know, all the money really kind of came in that it was. And let's face it. I mean, you know, after his you know wife failed for running for politics, I mean, it seems like that there is a specific timeline when all this happened. Let me ask you this. Do you think that do you think that there will be some kind of change that we'll be able to see on TV? I did think it was funny last night on Raw. They opened up hot. They opened up with an angle that, you know, they don't normally open up with a fight, you know, that was happening before the show and all that. This was a little different opening than from what we're used to seeing. Do you think that we'll see some tangible change on TV now? I don't think you're going to see any change unless there's a clean sweep. Because, you know, I refer to it as the wrestling bubble. And, uh, you know, when you've been in that wrestling bubble for a long time, and Triple H has, and Stephanie has, and Bruce has, and Kevin has, and Paul Heyman has, and Michael Hayes has, when, when you've been in that bubble for so long, you really lose touch with reality. And, and, and you really forget how real people act and react in real situations. And everything becomes wrestling. And as, you know, television and, and you know, streaming um, as it becomes more and more and more sophisticated with the type of programming we see on TV, wrestling becomes more and more archaic and unbelievable. So unless there's a clean sweep of the a changing of the guards, and I'm talking about people that have been there for 20, 25 years doing the same exact thing you are not going to see a change in this product former wwe head writer vince russo joining us on the wadeford.com hotline you think the wwe is going to be sold you, you think that there is going to be a movement to sell the company to whatever disney or liberty media or whatever i think there's going to be more movement now than ever before because you know, let's face it, the WWE was a very strong brand, and you had companies lined out the door wanting to do business with the WWE. You could see that in the Fox contract and USA Network and the Saudi Arabia deal and, you know, Peacock. And, you know, they, they were lined up. I mean, the WWE, Vince McMahon was a very, very strong brand. Well, we got a different ball game now, and I promise you, they're not lined up as deep as they were prior to all this. And there are going to be companies that the WWE is already 
doing business with that is going to want to separate themselves from the WWE a little bit. So, you know, all of a sudden, the worth of the company has gone down tremendously, in my opinion. So if, if there were a chance of the company being sold, um, it is much, much, much greater now uh, than before any of this broke. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.